0: We welcome you this morning. Glad that you're with us here today. And obviously there's a little bit of a difference. For those of you who are regular attenders, we have some things happening a little differently. And those of you visiting, I trust this is why you're here. We're looking forward to a special time as we come into this time of the year and the season that we're in. I'm Adam Love. I'm the senior pastor here at Grace. And yet we've got a lot of our church family sitting up here on the platform with me this morning. And they are going to be communicating a message for us, a message of hope, and uh, finding in this time of the year uh, something that truly gives to us meaning and purpose, and uh, conversation about the person of Jesus Christ. It's interesting. I it was in the grocery store uh, just last uh, a couple days ago, and I was talking with uh, the person there, the guy that was helping take care of my my vittles and putting them in the bag. And we were talking about. He was saying, "Yeah, this is really neat this time of the year, and the music, and it's you know about being joyful and happy, and it's exciting." And I kind of said, "Yeah," and it's it's about a little guy that was born too. And he kind of looked at me and says, oh, yeah, and that too. It's amazing how quickly we can get caught up in the emotions of the season and really forget the reason why we celebrate, and that's the person of Jesus Christ. It's the gospel. It's the good news that hope was born in an evening in a little stall in a time where people were concerned about the politics of their day, concerned about their livelihood. We talk about depression. There was a great depression going on. There was a lot of things happening in their day and age, and in many ways it has never changed. Men and women everywhere around the world need to know about the person that was born, that angels declared peace on earth, goodwill towards men. We're here to celebrate, and we're looking forward to sharing that in song and in message. I appreciate all those who are participating. Now, throughout the program, you're gonna find that there are some carols that will be sung, the choir is gonna sing, and we just want you to chime in. All right, if you know it, sing along. Words are gonna be on the screen, they can follow along. Now, sometimes the choir will go off and do what choirs do, and they mess up a song, you know what I mean? And they totally take over, you know, all that good stuff. And it's okay, if you drop out, it's fine. If you wanna even try, well, watch out because Fred can hear you and he's gonna put you in the choir next year, all right? But at the same time, we hope that you will participate with us and join in as much as you enjoy doing so. This is something that we want to do together with you and share in that, and so we look forward to that. Now, when you came in, I hope that you picked up a bulletin. It also has a little bit of a sort of a program you can kind of follow along and uh, be able to uh, measure our movement through this morning, but at the same time, looking forward. We have kids involved. And Whenever you get kids involved, you just never know what's gonna happen, and I love it. And so we're excited about that. Very much appreciative of Fred and Tina and the hard work that they've done to allow us to do this this morning. There are some other pieces of information that's in your bulletin that you do need to know about. We're not going to take time here this morning to share with you, but uh, we just hope that you will take notice and uh, participate in those events. We are following this time, having a time of fellowship, which is our custom here, and uh, that is held back in a fellowship hall towards the other end of the building. And it's a time for us just to get together. There's coffee and other snacks and things like this. And it's open to all of us as a family. And uh, for you to come and just enjoy that and to fellowship with us and us with you. And then after that, we have a discipleship hour. And that's a time where we go into learning more about God's word and interacting with others who are also desiring to grow. And if that is something that you would be interested in doing, we have information about what classes are available and things of that nature. And in here, we would normally have what's called a sermon in review in the auditorium and this is just if you really aren't sure where else to go just come in and uh, enjoying our time in here and uh, we'll be talking about some things here today well we're going to open the word of prayer and i hope that our hearts will be knit together ready to uh, celebrate and begin our journey towards christmas and a new year hard to believe but at the same time anticipating what christ can do in our hearts as we cherish him and appreciate him let's pray together father we're grateful for this morning And grateful for the voices that will both sing and speak, grateful for their participation today. And Lord, as those who are sitting and really hearing and allowing the message to be shared with them, I pray that we would speak to one another in psalms and hymns and spiritual songs, singing and making melody within our hearts, rejoicing with you over what you have done for us. And so, Lord, fill us again with the wonder and the amazement of who you are. Lord, we're grateful for your grace, the promise of hope, the establishment of peace within our souls because of our relationship with you as our God. And, Lord, we pray if there is one here today that does not share in any of those things, Lord, I pray that the question would be asked, well, why not? And maybe it's because there has never been found in them a personal relationship with you as their God. And Lord, I pray that we go beyond our head knowledge and go into our heart understanding of the peace that comes through knowing you as our Savior. So bless us now, I pray. And may you be honored and glorified in everything that is done. And it's in Christ's name we pray. Amen.
1: Ring a bell. Call a parade.
2: Get this on the evening news. Let everything on earth and beneath the earth and above it.
1: And
3: everything in the sea too, from the oak to the octopus. Bees, bears, birds, buffalo, bacteria, and human beings, take notice.
4: We We
2: have have an an announcement. announcement. The waiting is over. The gap is breached.
1: Tell the lame they will dance, and the blind they will see rainbows.
2: Tell the oppressed they will be free, and the poor they will be with rich. Tell the meek their earth is ready.
1: Tell darkness its days are numbered and its minions to
3: flee.
2: Tell the warmongers that peace will overtake them and cover their battle tanks in dust.
3: Let the wind shake the forest
2: and ripple praise across the grasslands.
1: Let the mountaintops sparkle with joy.
2: Your God is for you, your God is with you. Let Let all creation sing sing his welcome. welcome.
4: Today we choose to hark.
3: To listen to your voice. To be still and know that you are God with us.
4: Hark, the herald angels sing. Glory Glory to to the the newborn King. King.
3: God, we hear your promise of peace on earth. But we know that the nations have not yet embraced your peace.
2: God, we pray for
4: China, Ukraine, Russia, and India. And all other places where there is war, anger, and broken lives.
3: Hark, the herald angels sing.
4: Glory to the newborn king.
3: God, we hear about the incarnate deity.
4: That you were pleased to dwell with us in flesh and blood. May we know you as Emmanuel, God with us.
1: And may we share your presence with those around us.
3: Hark, the herald angels sing.
4: Glory Glory to to the newborn
2: King. king. God, we hear that Jesus was born, that we no more may die.
4: Be with those who are grieving at this time.
1: Help us to embrace your promise of second birth
3: and resurrection. Help us and live it here, even out on earth.
2: Hark, the herald angels sing. Hope Hope has been been born born. this night.
5: I can see a star shine, and its splendor fills up the sky. It's the same that appeared that the wise men revered when hope was born this night. Out Out upon upon the snowy fields, there's a silent peace that heals. And it echoes the grace of our Savior's embrace When hope was born this night
3: story of Jesus' birth. It is the greatest story ever because it's all true. It's a story for me, and it's also for you. You see, God loves you and me so much that once there was a girl named Mary. She was engaged to a man named Joseph. One day, an angel appeared to Mary and told her that she was going to have a baby. But this would be a very special baby. This baby was God's own son, and his name would be Jesus. When Joseph found out that Mary was going to have a baby, he didn't know what to do. Should he marry her? Should he send her away? God sent his angel to Joseph to help him understand The angel said, Joseph, don't be afraid. This is part of God's special plan to save the whole world. Joseph did everything God told him to do. He promised to take care of Mary and be a good earthly father to Jesus. A few months later, when it was almost time for Jesus to be born, Mary and Joseph had to travel to the little town of Bethlehem because the king was counting everyone who lived in his kingdom. It was a hard journey. When they finally got there, Mary knew it was almost time for Jesus to be born. But Bethlehem was so crowded, there was nowhere for them to stay. Nowhere except the place where the animals were kept. And that's where Jesus was born. Mary wrapped her baby with strips of cloth and laid him in a manger. That's the place where the animals were fed. God put a bright star over this place. He lit up the night, shining love and hope and joy to the world. About that time... On a quiet hill outside of town, some shepherds were settling down for the night. And just when the smallest lamb began to snore, a great glowing angel appeared. The shepherds were shocked. The sheep were scared silly. Everyone was so afraid. The angel said, don't be afraid. We're here with good news. God's son has been born, a savior for you. They ran through the night all the way to Bethlehem to find the new baby, God's son, lying in a manger. The shepherds were the first to welcome baby Jesus and honor him. A few years later, a group of wise men came from far away to see Jesus. They had heard about a savior coming, and God put his bright star in the sky to help them find their way to Jesus' house. They gave Jesus rare and precious gifts, gold, frankincense, and myrrh, treasures for a king. But the wise men received a gift too, the greatest gift of all, a savior. Because of Jesus, Mary and Joseph were changed forever, the shepherds were changed forever, and the wise men were changed forever. And even now, everyone who who receives the Savior's gift is changed forever. I received his gift, have you?
4: Isaiah Isaiah 9, 2 through 7 says, the people who walk in darkness will see a great light. Those who live in a dark land, the light will shine on them. You shall multiply the nation,
2: you shall increase their gladness. They will be glad in your presence as with the gladness of harvest, as men rejoice when they divide the spoil.
4: For you shall break the yoke of their burden and the staff on their shoulders, the rod of their oppressor as at the battle of Midian.
2: For every boot of the booted warrior in the battle tumult and cloak
4: rolled in blood will be for burning, fuel for the fire. For a child will be born to us, a son will be given to us, and the government will rest on his shoulders. His name will be called Wonderful Counselor, Mighty God, Eternal Father, Prince Prince of of Peace. Peace. There will be no end to the increase of his government or of peace on the throne of David or over his kingdom. To establish it and to to uphold uphold it it
2: with justice and righteousness from then on and forevermore. The zeal of the Lord of hosts will accomplish this.
5: Abraham, Abraham, what do you see? Millions of stars in the sky. Can you imagine that one will be a pure and holy life? Do you believe the promise from on high?
3: in darkness have seen a great light in the crying of a baby in the signature of a star in the surround sound from the sky in the stories of the first followers
2: the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light in the history of 2,000 years in tales from the pubs and the pulpits in the prophets on the street corners in the carols hymns and songs
1: the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. In the videos, films, and stories on our screens, in the pain and the trouble of these days, in the gloom and the uncertainty of these nights, beyond the glitter and the tinsel of this hollowed, stressful time, the people who walked in darkness have seen a great light. ¶¶
5: O love divine, no tongue can tell how God himself
0: is our Emmanuel.
5: A cat tall, held the mighty maker of it all, save us from Adam's fall.
0: oh, love divine who walked with men, humbled himself to be the
5: sinner's friend. Reached out his hand With compassion heal the broken lives that long to know his gentle touch and find his everlasting peace and joy complete. Trusting him to lead like a shepherd For grace alone.
4: wrote Jesus knew he was entering the world to be the final and ultimate sacrifice for sin.
3: His body had been divinely prepared by God specifically for that purpose. Jesus was going to die
1: for the sins of the world and he knew it.
2: Moreover he was doing it willingly. That was the whole point of the incarnation.
4: The important issue of Christmas is not so much that Jesus came but why he came. There was no salvation in his birth nor did the sinless way he lived his life have any redemptive force of its own.
1: His example, as flawless as it was, could not rescue men from their sins. Even his teaching, the greatest truth ever revealed to man, could not save us from our sins. There was a price to be paid for our sins. Someone had to
3: die. Only Jesus could do it. Jesus came to earth, of course, to reveal God to mankind. He came to teach truth. He came to fulfill the law. He came to offer his kingdom.
2: He came to show us how to live. He came to reveal God's love. He came to bring peace. He came to heal the sick. He came to minister
4: to the needy. But all those reasons are incidental to his ultimate purpose.
2: He could have done all of them without being born as a human.
3: He could have simply appeared. Like the angel of the Lord often did in the Old Testament, and accomplished everything in the list above without actually becoming a man.
1: But he had one more reason for coming. He came to die.
3: Here's a side of Christmas, a side to the Christmas story that isn't often told. Those soft little hands, fashioned by the Holy Spirit in Mary's womb, were made so that nails might be driven through them. Those baby
1: feet, pink and unable to walk, would one day stagger up a dusty hill to be nailed to a cross.
2: That sweet infant's head with sparkling eyes and eager mouth was formed so that someday men might force a crown of thorns into
4: it. That tender body, warm and soft, wrapped in swaddling clothes, would one day be ripped open by a spear. Jesus was born to die. Now, don't think I'm trying to put a damper on your Christmas spirit. Far from it. For Jesus' death, though devised and carried out by men with evil intentions, was in no sense a tragedy.
2: In fact, it represents the greatest victory over evil anyone has ever accomplished.
3: It's appropriate to commemorate the birth of Christ, but don't make the mistake of leaving him as a baby in a manger. Keep in mind, that his birth was the first step in God's glorious plan of redemption.
2: Remember that it's the triumph of Christ's sacrificial death that gives meaning to his humble birth. You
4: can't truly celebrate one without the other.
0: Something to be said about the power of music, and you listen to a song like that, and it just, it does want to be the two things. It just makes you want to stand up and do something, or it makes you just want to sit there and bawl. And I usually end up with the latter. You know, it's the power of the message of hope that we have inside of a world that just seems so angry and hostile and so hopeless. It's the power of a message that comes wrapped in the most fragile being, at the most fragile, vulnerable time in all of our creative beings, and that is as a baby. But he did not stay that way. He's not enshrined as something to be encased inside of a manger. He then went to another wooden apparatus, and that was a cross, to be able to become our Savior, the hope of our redemption, and the forgiver of our sins. And I hope that every person here, from the youngest that sang with us this morning to the oldest of us, that we understand eternity is but like a vapor, it appears for such a little time, this side of eternity rather, and we are then with him for all of eternity, hopefully. That's my desire. We're grateful for your presence here this morning. And if there is ever any part of the message of Christmas that is unclear, If there's ever a need in your heart to understand the gospel the good news that jesus christ died for your sins i hope that you will take a moment and recognize that there are those of us who would be more than happy to be able to share with you from god's word what that story really means and what it's all about and i hope it is something that you truly know i'd ask if you would to join with me let's stand together and uh i'd like to just do one thing before we leave, and that is to thank Fred and Tina for the hard work they have put into it. Amen. Appreciate that. i also like to thank our narrators here. Appreciate Abby, Isaac, Jeremy, and Carol Lee. Thank you. Appreciate that. And then we're going to start on this end. This is, no, we're not going to do that. All right. But for our choir, thank you, choir, for the hard work as well. Amen. Thank you. It is a time to rejoice and we celebrate in what God is doing. And it's a time of music. And there's even music that's happening in this facility later on. And uh, there's always opportunities to be uh, reminded again. And I hope that our hearts will rejoice in what God is doing. Father, as we make ready to leave, and Lord, we appreciate the family, the friends, the different ones, the grandparents, aunts and uncles, different ones who have come to take part in observing and cheering and appreciating talent and abilities and just moments like these that makes family and makes friendship and makes just times shared meaningful. Lord, I'm grateful for a church. I'm grateful for the message that comes from within your word that goes forward from us as your people. Lord, I'm grateful for your humanity, that you became flesh and you dwelt among us. I thank you for your humility, that you being God did not hold on to that, but you were willing to relinquish the parts of that that separated in your holiness us from you and you encased yourself in flesh. And you came to walk our dirt, to breathe our air, to live amongst us. And Lord, we're grateful for your presence. I'm grateful that you didn't leave us abandoned, but you've left us your spirit. And Lord, we look forward to one day being with you for all of eternity. Lord, we thank you for this season, the anticipation, and Lord, just grateful for your love to us. Lord, I pray that you will protect us, guide us, walk with us as we go forward. And again, Lord, for that one that's here that does not know you as his or her personal Savior, I pray that before they leave today, they would talk to the person that maybe they came with or to one of us, just asking, what does it mean to truly be a child of God, to be saved, to be forgiven? And may the message ring clear. In Christ's name we pray. Amen. God bless you. You're dismissed. Amen. Yeah.